this AFC playoff preview and wild card weekend picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk free bet. That's right, $500. And if you send in your first bet slip, you'll get a free t shirt. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win for a $500 risk free bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WYNN. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock market for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right, no VIG betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com, promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B E T T O R edge.com, promo code SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay pred providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks Ryan real money Kramer. It's happening. Kramer dog just got back from some laps, Sean laps. What are you doing? Six and 10. Not good enough (laughs) doing laps. Oh, I thought it was the league's fault. The Doug Peterson's fault. There's personal responsibility on the giants. I'm a grown man. I'm accountable (laughs) for my actions and I'm doing, I'm repenting in the form of laps. Okay. And and what are you repenting for? Uh, six and ten. Okay. All rise. <laughs> we will be better in the future. Gettleman moving to a role that's not the GM. That's a good sign. But did they really say that Gettleman's not coming back as GM? I'm breaking that, that news. I heard he was coming back as GM. Our buddy uh, Nagel's Bagels on Twitter s- responded to a tweet I thought that said <laughs> "fuck," just him yelling "fuck." That Dave Gettleman was still going to be the GM. Well, it, it, it's kind of like Milton in Office Space. <laughs> There, he's still going to be there, but maybe the checks won't be showing up. Well, so. it, did, it did work for how Howie Roseman when Chip <laughs> Kelly put him just, in the equipment locker for a year and a half. He just he uh, came out hungry, got a got us the Super Bowl, and then well, uh, it all fell apart. So maybe he needs another year in the equipment locker. What was that guy's name in in uh, old school? Was it Cheese? Yeah, I got out. <laughs> hey, we we put you in a dumpster. Yeah, I got out. <laughs> Old school, uh, that holds up, man. I watched that th- movie the other night with my wife. I'm like, holy shit, this movie is hilarious. Uh, it's definitely the number one movie I'm excited to watch with the little one. Oh, I mean, yeah, there's a- there's a number of words and situations, Ryan. That uh, not yet, not certain yet. threshold. Well, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm not I mean, ready. The, the opening gangbang scene. I feel like <laughs> I, sometimes I'm the birds in the, the gangbang. Sometimes the birds and the bees are involved in this swinging situation. With multiple <laughs> partners. We don't kink shame in this family. Oh. All right, Ryan. Enough messing around. It is it is playoff time. Let's do it. We we since it is super wild card <laughs> weekend, we're gonna be breaking this up into two podcasts. Right now, you're listening to the AFC playoff preview. We're gonna do a of a 30,000 foot view, a big pass mm. of all the teams that made it to the AFC playoffs. Then we're going to go through and hit on all the wild card picks for the AFC side. Tomorrow night, we're going to do the same thing for the NFC. And man, we got so much content going on. Thursday night, we're going to be doing a bonus <laughs> DFS episode. We also just recorded a fantasy football playoff challenge episode yes. with John Jackson. That was awesome. And again, if you if you want to get involved in fantasy DFS or, or just fantasy challenge, the $200 
or the thirty-five dollar if you're if you're broke or don't have as much cash to throw around. But two hundred dollar, they're two hundred dollar contests. You can win half a million dollars. Don't I, embarrass Sean. I I highly suggest uh, signing up and, and checking out the podcast. John lays out some great strategies. We give out some cool lineups there, so that's worth checking out. Saturday night, Ryan, we are going to be doing a gambling simulcast. Mm. It is uh, Hello. For, first of its kind with a. a Better View Live. All you got to do on Saturday nights, we're gonna kick it off eight East, five PM Pacific for the uh, for the Bucks Washington football team game. Head over to BetterViewLive.com. You click in there. It's it's really easy. You just hit join demo. If you click, if you see, if they ask for a password, you clicked on the wrong thing, and uh, it's gonna <laughs> be it's gonna be us and Kramer, kind of uh, uh, us and Kramer. Uh, sorry, myself and Kramer, <laughs> giving uh, you know, almost. Not doing a broadcast because you're not allowed to do an actual broadcast, but we're going to be doing like live updates on the odds. We'll give out uh, obviously our picks, some props we like, and uh, kind of like The Sims, but if they played a real game. So it'll be a good hang. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be fun. It'll be Saturday night. I'm sure we'll be tuned up, and they have a chat room as well. So if you guys want to come, mix it up. BetterViewLive.com Saturday night, and we are going to be doing both on Saturday night and Sunday night a pre and post game show. Ryan, we're working every goddamn day, and it's pretty awesome. Not gonna complain. What have we done? What have we? What have we done, Sean? There's too much <laughs> football. A too, monster. Too much content. I mean, the Super Wild Card Weekend is pretty Fuck, super. Fucking hungry, hungry hippo content. <laughs> Just hump, hump, eating hump. it. And uh, <laughs> speaking of that, make sure you guys, if you're in the free roll football contest and you're in the in the running for these season long prizes, reminder. It runs all the way through the Super Bowl, and maybe Wolverines 2019. Ryan is kind of he's, he's there's some space between him and the rest of the uh, the contestants. <laughs> Unbelievable! Gambling engineer is at uh, eight eight wins behind. It, it's ridiculous. Matt Stream or sorry, Matt Steam 140 in third place. Juan from Walgreens 137. Wolverines 2019. 150. Uh, of course, the rest of you guys playing for pride. Don't don't put in the backups. Make sure you get in your picks and make sure you follow uh, Kramer and I over at BetSperts. There's only 11 games left, or what? 12, 13 games left. So the free roll football contest brought to you by BetSperts. So make sure you check that out. All right, Kramer. What, what, do we want to announce who won the last? Oh yeah, sorry. Who who won uh, week 17? Wolverines once again. He tied for oh my second. God. I'm starting to wonder if this, this guy's guy is getting too much merch. Plugged into the Matrix in some form or fashion. Uh, f- fun name, Sean. Baby F and Whale also tied for second place there it's with a 11. Baby fucking wheel, uh, man. Also, Sopa P. Uh, shout oh, out yeah. to, to Sopa P. Uh, pre-game god, but it's M M or M McGannon with tw- a record of twelve and three in the mayhem of Week Seventeen, Sean. Uh, perhaps he also didn't play uh, Sunday night, which is why he only had 15 picks. We'll have to check <laughs> back when he uh, he claims his prize. So yeah, send us a, send us a note. Get that merch. Yeah, get that merch. Welcome to UAB. Checking in on the uh, YouTube live stream, wanting to know can he play a defense in the flex spot, Ryan? In the FFPC challenge, he cannot. Cannot. You cannot. Sorry, only tight ends, Look, running backs, quarterbacks. <laughs> Looking to one up your uh, defense punt strategy. <laughs> But <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, make sure you check out that episode. Tons of good stuff there. We're going to be getting to the AFC playoff preview, giving our thoughts on the futures. Before we do, want to give a shout out to new presenting sponsor, WinBet. That's right. You want to win big? You got to do it with WinBet. They're setting you up for a five hundred dollars. That's right, five hundred dollar risk free bet. And if that's not enough, you sign up with WinBet. Send in your first win bet screenshot. Email it in to podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com or, or hit us up on Twitter. However, you choose to get a hold of us, Carrier Pigeon. If you have my phone number for some reason, feel free to text it. Get you a free t shirt. Win bet, man. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty cool. After you put in your bet, you can get a uh, do a little wheel spin to boost the parlay. Hashtag Dejans only. Tons of boosted bets. And if a win bet isn't in your state now, tons of states are coming. But if you know someone in New Jersey or Colorado where they're currently active and you can get them to sign up, you will qualify for a free t shirt. Sports gambling podcast.com slash win 
sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win W Y N N. Number one seed in the AFC playoffs. Pramer, the Kansas City Chiefs, right now minus 140 for the conference, plus 175 for the Super Bowl. Of course, our buddy Alex Crouch checking in, pointing out how we were both on the under of the Chiefs. Thought there would be a little bit of regression. My I'll, bad. My bad, bro. I'll say this about the Chiefs. Is this not the least hyped up, least talked about 15 and one team? And maybe it's just because they're not covering spreads and they're not doing it in dominating fashion, but they're still 15 and one. They have home field. They have the buy. They basically have back to back weeks of buys. That could that could be a little bit of issue. That's but always this, a little scary. But this Kansas City team, and they showed it last year, they got down in every one of those games and came back. So I, I think they have the confidence. Great coaching. Patrick Mahomes, the defense does enough. They get plays when they need to. And we're going to be talking about them coming off a bye. Andy Reid coming off a bye. Yep. Uh, in some ways, it's like the price is crazy because you you got to lay one forty for the conference. I mean, only plus one seventy five for the Super Bowl. Yeah. But it's one of those futures where when you're sitting there in the Super Bowl and they're minus two hundred against someone, minus one seventy. Again, I'm I'm not looking to get involved because in my mind, the problem with the Chiefs, and I think part of the reason John even touched on it, like the Chiefs potentially being a one and done or alluding to the fact that they're an interesting team this year, because there's a strong possibility they're going to face Baltimore or Tennessee and Baltimore and Tennessee are the two teams that if you're Kansas city, you're probably not itching to play them. You'd much rather get in a shootout with Buffalo. You'd much rather run into Pittsburgh. I'm just saying that I think whoever comes out of that Baltimore, Tennessee game, if the other teams hold serve, I'm I'm real intrigued by those teams' ability to absolutely pound the rock down their throats. I I like the Chiefs. I think they're going to be a tough out, even in Arrowhead without fans. However, <laughs> minus one forty for the conference and plus one seventy five for the Super Bowl. Neither of those are really that intriguing, especially in this year where home field isn't worth quite as much. I, I'm not playing plus one seventy five now. Round two, if Kansas City's laying a small number and the public's talking themselves into into you know, whoever is the lowest seed to come out, you know, if if somehow uh, Indy pulls it off or or something like that, I, then yeah, then that's when I'm looking to pounce on Kansas City, and and that's where I think there is some value. And to, but to your point, I think the fact that we did learn, I think it, I think I saw a nugget that ex- exactly the same amount of home teams and road teams led at the end of regulation, which is crazy. Like it shows that there's no hope. There really was no home field advantage this year. And I think if anything, the fact that the spread is the ultimate equalizer and the fact that Kansas city didn't overperform more than they underperformed would probably lead you to believe that you're probably going to have value betting against them. Even in the first round, even though, like you said, it's kind of a quiet, we'll see. Cause I, I think the public can talk themselves I think just my general feeling. If it's is the Ravens, the public will be very excited about the. Ravens. We are dealing with Chiefs fatigue, and I think there's going to be value. I, I, I really think that we sounds are. like Andy Reid after a long Saturday of eating at the buffet. <laughs> you can just see him un, undoing his belt. Uh, I got some Chiefs fatigue. Oh, uh, the Chiefs fatigued. <laughs> I I think we're dealing with Chiefs fatigue. I think there's going to be value in those second, maybe even the third round. I don't think there's value in the futures. Moving on no. to the Buffalo Bills, the number two seed. Of course, I gave them out preseason. I think it was plus twelve hundred to win the conference. It is now plus four hundred to win the conference, plus seven fifty to win the Super Bowl. I was hearing some plus six hundreds out there at six to one. I think anything over five to one. I think I like the Bills on a on a conference bet. Now we'll see if they end up getting there. And then from there, you have you would have an awesome hedging opportunity. Although I'm sure I wouldn't hedge, but uh, certainly interesting. And this is we, we said there was no home field advantage, Ryan. However, the Buffalo Bills they are getting fans for these playoff games. Yep. Sixty seven hundred Buffalo Bills fans for the first time seeing Stefan Diggs. If there's any fan base that can make sixty seven hundred <laughs> fans feel like sixty seven thousand. It is the Buffalo Bills. I mean, Andre Reed's jumping out of a tree to land on a table. Did you see that video? Shout out to Andre Reed, <sighs> Lehigh Valley legend, 
Allentown. He was a guy that uh, I was never there personally, but Andre Reed picked up many a bar tab in the Lehigh Valley. Oh. Good dude, and uh, I mean he's a beast. But the, the Bills team, uh, I, I'm all over the Bills. Love the Bills. Conference 400s a little low, but um, of these AFC teams, and we'll we'll get through all of them. I would still probably bet on Buffalo to win the conference just because I think when they get there, that four to one would be pretty sweet. Again, I, I think, I think it is hard to see any, you know, at the end of the day, we've been foolish picking against Kansas city. Yeah. And, and, and I think you could maybe get wrapped up in it. This is the ultimate test for the K metric. Uh, Josh Allen, just busting his head right through that, that uh, proclamation I made. Look, I, I'm not, I'm probably not buying the futures at this point. The values mostly gone. I, I I don't mind it. I mean, if you're, if you're late to the party, maybe, and you don't want to do like the mechanical parlay and work your way up. I think there's going to be more value there Then I would maybe go straight up super bowl because I, I think about it. Who are the bills going to be uh dogs? Like who, who will be favored over well, the green bills? Bay? I think green Bay would be favored over the bills, would but anyone you're right. else. Maybe the Saints, I think, because of the experience. I don't and know. And maybe about even that. I, I think if Tampa Bay gets there, and I feel like we're the first outlet to discuss this, and we'll get into it in greater detail. But correct me if I'm wrong. Raymond James Stadium ride, Tampa Bay Buccaneers home game in the playoffs yeah. or in the Super Bowl, and we know that never works out. It, it never does, and we know we know that uh, of course Florida, it, you know, not pretty pretty loose with the. Uh, with the COVID restrictions. So they yep. would get some fans in there. And, and I think that would be pretty interesting what we could see. And again, jumping ahead to the NFC a little bit, but Aaron Rodgers looks like he's locked up the NFL MVP. And there's that crazy thing of anytime someone wins the NFL MVP right before the super bowl, they end up losing the super bowl. The bed, Tom yeah. Brady, 2017 was the last time that happened. Of course he had a pretty decent game. Uh, Nick Foles outplayed him. Some, some tried to claim that, uh, <laughs> That Brady, some former former people of, of SGPN tried to claim that Brady outplayed him and deserved the MVP, which is insane. <laughs> Kramer, moving on to the number. I don't let shit go. Number no. three team, Steelers. My biggest question for the Steelers team, first off, is which Steelers team are we going to see in the playoffs? And I, I know I just said maybe take Bills at four hundred, but really six hundred is the price where I really liked him. Plus eleven hundred for the Steelers. This is this is very juicy, and I think there's still value on the Steelers team at plus eleven hundred. Am I crazy? Uh, I mean, no, because I, 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 you know, we'll get to this later. But I think if if you walk out again, this is where we discussed this in the FFPC playoff challenge episode. But like, this is where you got to bust out the bracket and figure out what's going to happen. If they win, well, they're probably going to play Buffalo. What's that going to look like? I mean, the path for Pittsburgh is a very believable path. Yeah. Could you believe a veteran uh, team with a potentially explosive offense uh, that's going to play a bunch of teams that they won't need to really run the ball against? Sure, Kansas City would argue maybe they don't want to compete in a in a in a track meet with, but I would argue that they probably believe they can compete in a track meet with Kansas City. So, well, in Kansas City, they wouldn't have to see until the AFC championship game. And at, if you had it at 1100, I would actually hedge there. So Steelers, very interesting. And I think they're still interesting in the futures market moving over to the, I, I just for, for, sure. I, I co-sign that. Like that's the one that's the kind of the inflection point of like value to me in terms of the futures. Yeah. Moving over to the uh, four seed, the Titans. I think the best thing the Titans have going for them is a shit ton of playoff experience. And Tannehill and Derrick Henry playing out of their minds. Their defense is is obviously their weak point. But I mean, Derrick Henry making a run in December or sorry in January in the playoffs. I don't see it, but at at fourteen hundred, I think it's probably priced correctly. Uh, where where are you at with the Titans, Ryan? It's the exact future. I mean, this is the like they're probably going to see the one seed in the second round. They're probably going to see Kansas City. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think you know if you're, you're you're talking about value in this game, I think one team obviously possesses more value just because they're they're in the same part of the bracket. One team, Baltimore, we'll get to in a second, is plus five hundred. 
Uh, Tennessee is fourteen to one. I, I think for some reason, I, I kind of thought Tennessee would be a popular team coming into the playoffs, and they're a team that I've definitely shit on before. Again, second rallying cry. Vrabel hasn't even sa- offered to sacrifice his dick, or, or <laughs> we at least it not been public yet uh, this year. Um, it, it just seems like you know, like you said, this this team has some experience, and they also have, uh, you know, it's it's like that belief thing. Like this team kind of is bought into something. Yeah, and you know, Derrick Henry. I think I saw a tweet where he was basically just saying like LFG, like, and then some like <laughs> cross some swords like this, and it's just like. That dude's a badass, and, yeah. and I think it's hard to want to go against him. So you I want to tackle that guy sh- after a sixteen-game season. You know, if if you're asking me to like play a little investment portfolio game, mm. I'm definitely going to buy some shares in the four seed and the three seed in the AFC because I can do so at fourteen and eleven to one. And as you were pointing out, perhaps if I was a man who liked to guarantee some smaller profits, I might hedge out. Well, and and. Again, not to jump ahead, but look at the NFC side. What would you rather have a fourteen to one ticket on? The Tennessee Titans, who get a uh, who get a home game against the Ravens, a team they've beat not only this year but last year in the playoffs as well, or the Rams, who have to go on the road with Wolford at fourteen to one. And the Rams have certainly have a better defense. And yeah, granted, they got to the Super Bowl more recently, but wouldn't you rather have? Well, and and sorry that these are the conference prices, but couldn't you see Tennessee winning the conference more than the Rams at fourteen to one? I, I guess maybe they get Goff back and the defense plays, but I, it, I would it, rather. It seems if you're pretty, telling me to pick a fourteen to one, I would rather take Tennessee. It seems pretty disrespectful to a fellow Ryan who's had a pretty fucking good year. That's what I'll say to that. And I I I love I love Wolford. Don't uh, the chats getting all fired up about Wolford? You're talking to a man who started Wolford in. His millionaire maker lineup, and I'm not currently a millionaire. Ryan. I, I like Wolford, not yet. Not yet. but I am. I am being realistic. Moving over to the Ravens, the five seed, plus five hundred to win the conference, one thousand to win the Super Bowl. What? No part of this. This is all. I mean, and again, maybe tipping my hand on the pick, but five hundred and one thousand. No, thank you. And, and you could make a case for for Baltimore making a run here, but. That is not the price you need to see for a team that has to go on the road a bunch to get this done. Listen, I and, te- and and really this Ravens team is it's it's about Lamar Jackson versus the big game and the big game has won every single time. And I won't forget it because I was hanging out. There was a dude who was a uh, Ravens fan. We were hanging out at a dog cafe uh, where it's a it's a coffee shop. You don't have to explain. It's, it's Los Angeles. <laughs> it's a coffee shop where dogs can hang yeah. out. It's actually it's pretty fun, and uh, it, it's the first time I ever talked football at the dog cafe. Nice. He goes to me. Oh, I see you're an Eagles fan. Uh, we talk a little bit about the Eagles, and this is like middle of the season. I'm like, well, you guys got Lamar Jackson. At least you got that going for you. He's like, ah, I'm like really? You're not a huge Lamar fan? He's like, not really. He goes those big games, man. He's not there. It's not the same. Just repeating what a guy said to me at a dog cafe That's, ride. That is next level handicapping. I mean, look, the, the juice has been extracted from this fruit. There's no value in this future. I think if you wanted to get in on the Ravens, it was a couple of weeks ago before they ran off some wins against yeah. shitty teams. Yep. And suddenly people are like, Myself included, I, I do think that this, like I said, I think that both the four and the five seed, Baltimore and Tennessee, are equipped to go into Kansas City and potentially give them trouble. But I, I, I'm plus five hundred. That is a horrible price. Again, I, I don't know who's betting that. Obviously, they've they've gotten some money. Obviously, people are buying into some of the hype and the fact well, that they this got, is, they start out on the road. That to me is just. Even if you like Baltimore and you made the case for Baltimore, which could be had certainly, but 500 to win the conference, a thousand to win the Super Bowl, that's fucking insane. And that, I think there's no value. And I think to the point, if you if you play the game of let me rank all of the quarterbacks in the conference and decide like which guys like you want to go, you are on the team, you want to go to battle. Where are you ranking? Lamar Jackson. Who are you ranking Lamar Jackson over? You're not ranking him over Mahomes. You're not ranking him over Josh Allen. You're not ranking him over Ben Roethlisberger. You're you're not even ranking. I'm not ranking him over Tannehill. No. Baker. Ma- Baker. Yes. Tannehill's prob- gone on the road and probably and won. probably Philip because of the weather situation, but his old bones and shit. But like I, I, I don't. I just don't like quarterbacks win championships. Yep. So yeah. 
I running backs don't win championships. Oh, shots fired. Shots Cleveland fired. Browns are 35 to one to win the conference, 75 to win, 75 to one to win the Super Bowl. I, I I'm not, I'm not, I just, for my notes on the Browns, I just wrote no way. I'll say this though. I'll say this. I think it's priced accurately. I, I think for the Browns yeah. to win the conference, 35 to one for me as a gambling man, I would rather have the bears at 40 to one to win the conference. Ooh. Again, neither of those are happening, but I would rather, t- I'd rather have the bears. It's tough, right? The, um, in a <laughs> but very, again, neither are happening in so. a very Cleveland fashion. They finally make the playoffs and a global pandemic uh, is going to assist in derailing their season. Yeah. And, and we can, uh, yeah. I mean, COVID whacked them pretty good back to back weeks. Uh, again, they already had their super bowl and you listen to Stefanski's press conference. It's kind of funny because <laughs> right before he gets COVID, he's like, yeah, I'm just going to go home pour a tall drink and just relax and sit in my house. It's like, you don't, you didn't realize how right you were Stefanski. Cause you're just going to have to sit in there. And uh, oh. I, I feel for the guy. Cause he's, and I like Cleveland as a sports town. I do find Baker slightly annoying, but I I'm, I'm happy for Browns fans that they're going to have this moment to play the Steelers well, in the playoffs. Since uh, Dwayne Haskins had been cut, he was back home <laughs> in Ohio, hanging out with Stefanski. Oh, no. Pri- he's now a uh, private party uh, <laughs> consultant. <laughs> Got a little boat trip going. The boat trip. Yeah. Would suggest that Cleveland might be an interesting <laughs> buy as you Odell. Thought by, you thought Odell being injured, they they gotten <laughs> rid of the boat trip curse. The, they got the Browns in the playoffs, but then no, Odell comes out of nowhere to give them that COVID curse. Moving over to the seven seed. Feels weird saying that. The Indianapolis Colts, 22 to 1, 40 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Now it, it's a tough path, but hmm. I I think maybe there's some value there at at forty to uh, I, I would say slight value at twenty two to one. Now I, I I don't think I'm I'm probably not going to hop on it, but certainly if you compared it to other similar futures, like I, I would rather take the Colts at twenty two to one than maybe the Rams at fourteen to one. Here's the angle for why you might even take the Colts if you're a Bills fan. Mm. Uh, if you get heartbroken, yeah. It, could Indy go? Could Indy like quietly go into Kansas City? A boom, another team that can pound the ball and actually could you know potentially run a game plan out there that could give Kansas City trouble. I don't know if I like them to upset Kansas City, but <clears throat> I think their odds are quite quite inflated. And I think it, it's it's all about the fact that they're a touchdown, almost a touchdown underdog in the first game. Um, so well, and and Philip has won some playoff games on the road, uh, most notably 2019. They beat the Ravens 23-17. 2014 beat the Bengals 27-10. So he's uh, it's a gamer. He, he he's won. He's gone on the road, won some playoff games. I mean, 2008 he played an AFC Championship game with no ACL. Granted, he lost, but he he's five and six in the postseason. You have Frank Reich. You have a running game. You have a defense that can stop the run. I, I don't like their path, but at twenty-two to one, at least it's. It, I, I wouldn't be annoyed at someone who bet them, and I would almost take it the the next step further. If you like the Colts and you think they have a magical run in them, I would almost go Super Bowl at forty to one because yeah, I feel like you're getting a better price than you did preseason, yeah. and they're in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, what was the preseason price? I, I have a ticket. I think it was eighteen or twenty to one. <laughs> yeah, so you're getting double the price, and they're actually in the postseason now. So, I think there is some value on them there. Although, I, I of these long shots, I, I think, I mean, what what's more realistic, Indy winning the Super Bowl or Chicago winning the NFC? Indy winning the Super Bowl, right? At, priced at that same thing. And maybe that would be a fun uh, blog post. I, I probably won't I mean, write it, but like ranking your your favorite and uh, playoff futures in order, I could see a nice little power I, rankings article there. Survivor on. pool action. Yeah, I mean, I, I I would say that. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. We're lockstep. Lockstep, indeed. All right, we're gonna get over to the games. Before we get to that, want to shout out Better Edge. You know what Better Edge is, Ryan? basically a stock market for sports bets. So 
it allows you to say, Hey, I like the bills minus six and a half. Here's how much I'm willing to bet uh, on it. And then someone else out in the betting exchange is able to buy that position. The cool part is since you're buying and selling these positions, there's no VIG. So there's, there's no house. You can play for money in 40 States. That's right. 40 States legal and 40 States. I've already, uh, already two and one with some of my better edge bets, Ryan, the real money bets. And they have uh, they have free options as well. They're doing a little contest too, which is pretty fun. It's the SGP wild card wager. It's only 10 bucks to enter. And the cool thing is they, you enter for $10. They basically give you a um, a thousand, uh, thousand of their better edge bucks or whatever. I, I, I forget the name is, but basically a thousand units to put on your wild card weekend picks. And whoever, uh, whoever's the highest earning takes home the entire pool, a battle Royale. They're calling it. It's a $10 free bet or sorry. And you get a $10 free bet at betteredge.com. promo code S G P B E T T O R edge.com promo code S G P. But yeah, the, you just click on the uh, competition, do the uh, S G P wildcard weekend one $10 entry fee. Uh, Winner take all. Sean, uh, shout out to the YouTube chat. XFL Jim's hanging out. Wants to know if uh, if he if he if he signs up for Better Edge. Yeah. Can he put Day Trader on his resume? Yes, you can. You uh, <laughs> you you also have to pass your Series Seven. Yeah. No, this is we this have is the same requirements as uh, hashtag Dejans only. As uh, the Boiler Room Wolf of Wall <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street guys. So oh, yeah, I, Ryan, I was really. You know, as a guy who came up with the nickname Swolford for the Rams quarterback, yeah. when I heard Wolford of Wall Street, I was really disappointed that I didn't get to that one that, myself. That, that's a good one. So game recognizes game, Ryan. And uh, shout out to Greg, uh, one of the guys b- behind Better Edge. He's hanging out in the chat room. So uh, you know, they, it's a new product. I, I saw that. I was just about to comment. There's a map of all the states where it is legal. Yeah. And Sean, just like I had to drive across the border in New Mexico or to get out of Arizona, same thing. Apparently. I, what a crazy state. Everything's <laughs> legal in Arizona, but not DFS. It is weird. Arizona, you can have like an open carry in the Starbucks. <laughs> you can walk into a Starbucks with like an AR 15 around your a bandolier. But if you want to play like daily fan, I, I'd like 5,000 for Jamison Crowder. Huh? I'd like to play what kind a of moral high ground. Do you live on sir? I'd like to place a $3 wager. Oh my God. Get the hell out of here. Uh, I, I'm all for freedom. Yeah, you know, I I got no beef with guns. They love freedom. That's the thing. No, I know. If you're pro freedom, let the man play DFS. Yeah, Jesus, I, I think it's a little intense to bring a bring an AR-15 into Starbucks. <laughs> I, you should, probably shouldn't have that much caffeine and operate a firearm. A little jittery, but again, you know, <laughs> no red eyes. People no should be eyes. allowed to pre- protect themselves. We can find some middle ground in this country, Ryan, and that of course is talking about <laughs> NFL bets. Let's do yes. it. Walk walk us through the AFC picks. So, so we're talking AFC. So it's a little broken up. Only one game on Saturday. The first game, Sean, S- Saturday, ten oh five a.m. The Indian. I-, I love that this is the first game of the playoffs. The Colts head to Buffalo. Two teams. This is a great early game. I'm really. I'm kind of mad because th- this is like when when the seven ten matchup in March Madness is two teams you've been itching to bet on. <laughs> Uh, I, I I wanted, of course, I wanted to bet on Indy. I bet on Indy every week, but anyway, they're taking on Buffalo. Buffalo minus six and a half plus or minus three hundred. Buffalo on the money line plus two fifty for the Colts. Fifty two is the total. Uh, th- it's going to be cold. I'm looking at the weather right now. Kickoff temperatures expected to be in freezing. Uh, going to feel like close to eighteen with a little bit of wind, Sean. But it is going to be sunny. Little. Gonna be and, and that was kind of my note on this Bills team. I think it is weird to say this about a team from Buffalo, but I think weather is one of the few <laughs> things besides maybe the Chiefs and and whoever they end up matching up with. But and weather, weather is one of the few things I think that could actually derail this Buffalo team because they rely so much on that pass and they they spread them out. They have five wide, and you know, we saw some game against the Chiefs earlier in the season, pouring down rain. Couldn't get it going. I mean, Josh Allen was kind of banged up. It was a weird game that got rescheduled. So a lot going on. I, I do think weather, ironically, could be one of the things that derails this buzz uh this Bills team. I almost said buzzsaw Ryan because <laughs> 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 
is that, that the, is the Buffalo buzzsaw. You can't bet against this team. No. Are you crazy? No, I, I don't think you and, can. And the Bills, it's not just like a fluke. That Miami game where they just they fucked them up. Miami needed that game yeah. to get in the playoffs, and we all know Tua sucks. But they destroyed them, and the, it's Sean, one thing for Miami's offense to struggle, but Miami's defense coming into that game, the pass defense was phenomenal. Miami's defense was leading the league in points per game allowed coming into that yeah. game. And the bills put up the most points in the, in a game, this entire season, 56 yeah. points, Matt Barkley was throwing on yeah. these guys in a must win situation. They, they were fucking around a- and they're, they're winning by a gigantic margin. They, the team chemistry is, is dynamic. They're throwing snowballs. Sean, you know, teams that have snowball fights always go on some sort of run. Look, they've they're eight. No, in their last eight against the spread. Eight yeah. and O oh, covering by an average of more than two touchdowns. And they've done it in big Sean, games just, too. Just digest that. Digest that. Di- covering by more than two touchdowns. Uh, again, I, I think this is a 13 and three team. And we were talking about this off air that if you take away the couple games where Josh Allen was, was a little banged up. And like you said, it was a weird COVID reschedule. Uh, they, they lost on a short week to Kansas city where Josh Allen was banged up. And then they lost on a hail Mary. Yeah. Uh, this is a team that's pretty fucking close to being perfect. And boy, I, I think in a weird way, although I'm looking at the splits and it does look like there's, there's 60 to 70% of the tickets and cash coming in on, on Buffalo. Uh, I've heard reports that the Indy is expected to be the public side here. I don't quite understand that. Um, it, like, like you said, Buffalo's a buzzsaw. And if you're betting on them, you're winning every week. So who, yeah. who's going the other way? So look, I understand the reason you might want to take uh, take Philip and Indy this year. They have the defense. They have the running game. It's really looking good. But at the end of the day, this is a dome team mm. going to Buffalo, and when home field. As we discussed, doesn't matter. Literally, the same amount of home teams and road teams have led at the end of regulation. Uh, but weather I matters, think matter and bit. Bills fans are fucking mad. They're yes. crazy people. They jump through tables. They have their kids jump through tables, and they will absolutely. I mean, Gronk is a Bills fan. That's <laughs> all you family. need to know. And, and as a guy who hung out and worked with their entire family, <laughs> they're all just like clones of yeah. Rob. They're just all just different dense. versions of Rob Gronkowski. I mean, I, I wish In I could make way. this. I wish I could make this up. The dad sold gym equipment door to door. Like they, all they did was lift weights. And Gronk told uh, us, you need kettlebells. Gronk told a story. It was amazing where they had four bunk beds and five brothers. And so it's just basically, if you wanted fucking a, hunger games, every night. if you wanted a bed, you had to fuck up one of your brothers and you're like, okay, that's how you raise a professional athlete. The mom uh, sound, sounds pretty intense too, but coming back to this game, making a case for the other side, the Colts, the Colts have a pretty good offensive line, but I think the Costanzo injury that's huge. And, and it's and their offensive line. Hasn't been quite the same. I mean, you laid it out, Ryan, uh, Jonathan Taylor running the ball down this, yeah. down this team's throat. Frank Reich is a very good coach. It's kind of becoming obvious. He was a big part of the 2017 Eagles team. He's a former bill. Maybe has some insights for how to play <laughs> outdoors in Buffalo to pass on Philip rivers. Philip rivers dealing with that toe injury. That's a little worrisome. But to me, the biggest issue here is that defense, which we fell in love with the Colts early. It's just not quite the same. They, their front seven's still pretty good. And Darius Leonard is dominant, but Darius Leonard isn't covering the receivers on the outside. So the bills are going to spread you out, pass all over you. Cole Beasley, probably not going to play, but they got John Brown back. Uh, McKenzie had a huge day, three touchdowns. Stefan Diggs is goddamn unguardable. Yeah. And look at, I mean, in a much in a must-win situation, the Colts let Lavisca Chenault go six for sixty-eight and two touchdowns against. And I mean, we we ended up getting that fourteen-point push, and I, and I covered at thirteen and a half because that's what I I I moved you, the line. I had. You you bet saw numbers. it coming. You bet numbers, not teams. Uh, there was a real worry that they were going to lose that game yeah. to the Jags, oh. and th- this team is good, but they I don't know what it is. It's in the second half. They fall apart, and I'm, I'm going to be watching these live numbers. They just randomly have these series where it's just like, "What the fuck were you doing?" Like, like let's bring in uh, Brissett and run a little uh, read option, uh, second and ten, and lose a yard. 
I, they just have, they, they, they have, like, I think uh, Frank Reich might be a good coach, but he overthinks it sometimes. He does. He and and I think the thing that this Buffalo team is not doing, not they've thinking. taken on the characteristics and the moxie of a dude from Wyoming. Yeah. Who, by the way, Sean, this They're just gelling, man. This past year, I told you, I went to a dude ranch in Northern Colorado <laughs> near Wyoming. One of the guys who worked there, college, you know, college buddy, whatever, he probably went there at the same time, but spoke about how, you know, this is a du- I'm dude who I'm watching like get kicked by horses. Tell me that Josh Allen's a tough dude. Okay. Yeah. I, I think this offense is taking on that personality of like, fuck it. I'm a dude from Wyoming. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Or I'm a dude who played in Wyoming. I don't give a fuck. And they are, like you said, they're passing up 30 points against a division rival with Matt fucking Barkley. So and- I, I, I I don't see the angle with Indy. I I don't see the case, especially when you start diving into the DVOA, the weighted DVOA, and you see, like you said, that defense dropping from seventh on the season to tenth when you look more weighted. Whereas Buffalo overall number one team DVOA when you look at the overall or the weighted DVOA. So obviously recency matters there, and they are absolutely on fire. And I, I just you know what? There's a version of this where they backdoor this somehow because Buffalo does have the propensity to give up points sometimes, but they're just not putting. Well, they they score so many points. They don't take the foot off the gas. And and, and I, I haven't heard enough talk about Brian Dable, uh, the uh, the Bills' offensive coordinator for a head coach, because what he's done with that offense, what he's done with Josh Allen in particular. Yeah. Now, granted, bringing in Stefan Diggs, that was a great trade. That was a perfect match. Yo, Allen struggled with the deep ball. Diggs is great at catching the deep ball, but he's done a ton. Like dudes are just wide open. They're they're in such a good flow right now. He should be getting uh, serious consideration for a head coaching job. Rivers again, talking a little bit more about Philip Rivers. He's good as an underdog. Thirteen and six against the spread as an underdog, a six and a half or more. Th- this indie team has some playmakers. They have some pride. And I think they'll give them a game, and maybe this is a game pretty early, uh, or or in the first half. But second half, I, I just I think the Bills close it out strong. I already bet this at six and a half. Uh, I still like it at seven, but you can you can get six and a halfs. Uh, here's what I'll say: I agree with you. I'm also going to be laying the points with Buffalo uh, at six and a half. Uh, I would probably lay it at seven. I, I I'm, I'm cir- definitely circling it for teasers. Here's a little next level nugget I'm going to throw out to you. I'm going to break it out by halves. If you look at the matchup, first half DVOA for Buffalo's offense, third versus Indy's defense, 19th in the first half. Mm. Then you hop over to look to see that Buffalo's offense in the second half is 25th. Buffalo's defense is 11th. They get better yeah. as the game goes on. Uh, late close. So anyway, the, the, the moral of the story is a double result where Buffalo leading at halftime because they get out early. They, they come out firing and win the game. You're going to get a discount on that money line playing the double result there. That's something I'm going to get involved hmm. with uh, because it, it, it seems, I don't see too many versions of this where Buffalo isn't leading at halftime. So uh, I like that angle. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh yeah, and, uh, and 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 I guess coming, I, I I don't think we have hit on the Bills defense that much. The Bills defense has had issues, but again, Matt Milano, that linebacker, whatever it is, he is the he's the straw that stirs the drink. And to the other side, DeForest Buckner is kind of the guy for the Colts, and he's been dealing with injury stuff. And I I don't know if he's if him just not being a hundred percent is is slowing them down, but really, yeah, I don't know. They just haven't been as scary as that Colts defense once was. Kramer, what are we talking about? I'll tell you what we're talking about. Better than Vegas. That's right. You ever wanted YouTube, but YouTube just for sports gambling? Hashtag Dejans only. Not a bunch of uh, kids opening up uh, presents, people and their dumb recipes. You're watching a video. You want people talking about sports? What about the SGPN crew? We got our own page. Over on Better Than Vegas, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Colby Dant, the Dantabase, making some video picks on there. His brother NC Nick, Patty C getting involved. Georgia Brooks, new uh, NBA contributor, Rich Fat Baby Ryan McKee. <laughs> so many. So many of the SGPN crew, Kramer and I will all be giving out our picks over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. 
That'll uh, send you right over to our better than Vegas page. Subscribe and uh, check it out. I mean, they're they're nice little uh, you know two to three minute videos giving you a lean why we like it. See inside my back patio. You can do it all. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. And uh, shout out to the 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 Twitch crap. JTD over there claiming that uh, Josh Allen's dad used to whip tennis balls at him to toughen him <laughs> up. So no no like way it. to validate that information, but I like it. Sounds like a, tr- a true degen. Uh, well, one last thing I, w- I was going to point out in this game is that I think I think another w- one last way to attack this is I, I just I wonder what Diggs props will look like. Um, I I think they could actually be a little depressed. Even though people will will obviously want to, because they'll talk about the indie defense. I think the mainstream pregame shows and the mainstream conversation has been about this indie's defense against this Colts offense, but I I don't see any way he gets slowed down. Ryan, Nick Fortune's asking, uh, are we going to be doing prop bets on this episode? I think we'll save that for the pregame shows on Saturday and Sunday. Prop market's usually pretty late, and the stuff you can find right now is is tough. So we'll save those for Saturday and Sunday. Give you a reason to uh, check out our uh, locker room yes. broadcast. Follow us on Twitter at Gambling Podcast for all the details there. But it's a pregame show. We're going to uh, knock on wood. We get the technical stuff, but you'll be able to call in and get on air. So that'll be fun as well. Yeah, we'll have to tweet out the details of what you want to do ahead of time so you can participate. It, it could be a shit show, Sean. <laughs> it could. Too many DGens in the, what do they say? Too many cooks in the kitchen? <laughs> Too many DGens in the sports book. The uh, next game we're going to do. Heading over to Sunday again. The first game, Baltimore heads to Tennessee. Tennessee plus three, plus one fifty on the money line. Baltimore minus one seventy. Fifty four and a half is the total. Boy, uh, you know we were discussing this last weekend, Sean, and I said I thought Tennessee would be a short dog. I thought Baltimore might be favored by a point or two. Shocked to see it open at yeah. three and a half. Shocked to still see it at three. The futures market definitely lines up. Discussed that earlier. Baltimore plus five hundred to win the conference. Uh, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Here's why I get it, Sean. Because these fucking nerd sharps look at the <laughs> box score and they tell you how much, how much Baltimore overproduced Tennessee in these games. They outgained them. Blah 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 blah. Sometimes a motherfucking guy can't get it done in a situation. And sometimes a team just has your number. Well, it's like the saints with the bucks. I mean, they beat them twice and the, and the bucks have had moments and especially closing out strong where they've looked like a good team. Why is I, I get, I, I totally get, I think why Baltimore's favorite. I just don't get it. Like I understand it. You're going to get hit. You're going to get, if you make Tennessee minus two and a half, people are going to bet Baltimore. I I would say fine. Like you're giving me a plus, you're giving I, me plus I, three. I, I looked at this game a million times, and <laughs> I, I'm trying to figure out how you could get me to bet. I, and well, I bet why. it. I bet it. Titans three and a half. Uh, I, I got the. I got the half. I think it was Smart like. Man. I think it was Titans plus three plus one hundred. So I I got the half there because this could be a field goal game. But I also like Titans to win outright. Derrick Henry seven hundred and ten rushing yards the last four games. I, I mean. How is this man going to be slowed down? And he's he's had good games against this Ravens defense. And the interesting thing with the Titans is where do they struggle on defense? Their defense is really bad, but they struggle with the outside with the cornerbacks, with the deep passing ball. What the Ravens struggle with? Yeah, I mean, the Titans will let up 300 or 400 passing yards to Deshaun Watson. Lamar Jackson can't get to 200 passing yards well, against the Titans. That's another That's another angle people are throwing out that Lamar has made good work against bad defenses. Yes. I think again, but this- but not the Titans. The the they played earlier this season. He threw for 186. Yep. They lost at home and quietly 13 for 51 on the ground. Whatever it is about this Titans defense, they hold him to 3.9 yards per carry. If you can hold Lamar Jackson to 3.9 yards per carry, you're going to be alive in this game. And they can keep the Baltimore offense off the field by pounding the rock with King Henry. Well, I mean, you uh, honestly, I'm going to I'm going to make a reference to a Giants game, but what what I watched when the Giants played the Ravens is the Giants let Lamar kind of scramble around. Yeah. And, and that didn't seem to be the right strategy. I, I think Tennessee has deployed the right strategy in playing him the past couple times. And again, I look to the money splits and I see 76, two thirds of the money on the Ravens. 
I don't get, I, I really don't understand it. I, I, I know it's sharp money. I just don't get it. I, I don't think Tennessee is going to be a public dog. I'm not worried about that. And I think this is a team that's just battle tested. Like I, you watch them play and they don't, they have that swag. Like Tannehill has a swagger about him that he's the better quarterback in this game. Yeah. And I don't think it's close. And I think the average person doesn't believe that. And that's all that's driving this number. That's what it is. And sure, you might argue there's no home field advantage, especially in this game, Sean. Uh, not not a game where we're looking at uh, any sort of of weather. There's there, there I guess there's a tiny chance uh, of a drizzle, but no, it's going to be a sunny day. It's going to be fifth. It's going to be forty degrees. It shouldn't impact anything. The ball's going to be flying. I think this is going to be an absolute shootout. Uh, the total indicates that. I, I don't know if I'm going to run to the. I'm not a totals guy, <laughs> Sean, as you know, but uh, I just. Tannehill is 22. Oh, I'm sorry. Tannehill in Tannehill starts. They're 22, six and one to the over. And I just think when I, when I think about Baltimore and Tennessee, if they're in a shootout and the game goes over, which quarterback do you want to have? Well, and, and I mean, watching that Houston game, right? And well, when, when Houston tied it up, were you surprised that that Tennessee was able to I mean, Tannehill uncorked a bomb. They got down there. They hit that field goal. The the only thing that's scaring me, my Ryan, is what is is the Titans kicker. Oh no! If is he hurt? He's well, still hurt. Goskowski, is there a chance he could come back? Let's Google it. That that is a key point because it is the playoffs. Yes. Last I've heard is. Uh, well, Sam Sloman hit that game winning kick. It was his first you, game winning kick. You gotta bring him back. And uh Brett Kern, I guess, was on the COVID list. And then uh I, I don't know where I don't where are we at with Steven Gaskowski? Because if he is out there kicking, I'm I'm seriously worried. Don't see anything. He's on the oh, so I thought it was the COVID list. Yeah. Gaskowski is on the COVID list. I'm worried Guskowski comes off the COVID list. They put him out in this game. That's why now I said I like the money line. I do, but my bigger bet will be on the three and a half because Guskowski could be the key difference in missing a field goal. But this Titans team seemed to have a strategy of just scoring touchdowns, which is a good strategy. And I think it's just matchup wise. They just have the Ravens number. Uh, Roger Saffold, the guard for Tennessee, he's a game time decision. I think that will hurt them if, if he doesn't play. Clayus Campbell, he's been playing, but again, he he to me is in that DeForest Buckner uh, arena where he's playing, but maybe he's not quite a hundred percent. So there's no, I, I can't see anything. Goskowski definitely tested positive. Yeah. So it wasn't a contact tracing. Uh, no reports on if he's asymptomatic or showing <laughs> symptoms. Obviously, if he's not sick, he there's plenty of time for him to get back, assuming a negative. But Sloman just hit a game-winning kick, and you know Gaskowski sucks. We dealt with that early in the season, and he was just—I mean, pulling your hair out. I, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, Gaskowski doesn't play. That is one thing that scares me about this game. What's and, and I think the you know Harbaugh's a good coach, and and but again, there's something about the way this Titans team like I there's a lot of belief, and they've done it. Isn't the butthole going to be before. tight? Isn't the but if Lamar Jackson's down four? How many late in the game? At what point? How many games in a row do you have to beat a team before people realize you got their number? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's fine to say, well, look that. Look at the stat sheet. That was a fluke. Was it? Maybe, but that's the problem with NFL playoff football, Sean. Especially on Super Wild Card Weekend. Super small, Wild Card Weekend. Small sample size. I, I'm I'm kind of surprised. I'm kind of surprised that I I just I I can't believe we're getting three. I mean, like like you did. <laughs> I I got three and a half, so we're we're good to go. All right, last of the AFC. Before we get to that, Ryan, want to Hello. shout out Ace per head. Of course, ACE is the place thinking about starting your own online sports book. All you gotta do is go to aceperhead.com. Ace per head. They are a uh, sports book software solution. Again, you need software for your online sports book. Ace per head got you covered and use our sign up link. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Get up to six weeks free. That's right. Six weeks free of their amazing sports book software. Completely 
F R E E up to six weeks free. Again, need to use that link. So they know we sent you acebrad.com slash S G P last of the games uh, and the AFC games for the wild super wild card weekend, Cleveland heads to Pittsburgh for a rematch. We just saw this last week, except for instead of Mason Rudolph, we'll see big Ben TJ Watt out there, Cleveland five and a half point dogs plus two ten on the money line. Pittsburgh minus two fifty. Forty six and a half is the total. Uh we got down early on this one. Um I, I think we both were in the camp that Cleveland doesn't have a fucking chance after celebrating <laughs> like they won the Super Bowl, beating ready to dump the Gatorade. Uh Stefanski being out I think will matter. I think he's a, a good Certainly not gonna coach. help. And you know, I think the number one thing I should call out here, much like we talked about this with Baltimore and Tennessee, sometimes you got to keep it simple, stupid. Pittsburgh two and zero ATS against the Browns. <laughs> Pittsburgh also has a pass rush. What does Baker struggle against? Yep, a motherfucking pass rush. So I, I don't think there's much to dive into this game at all. I understand it's uh, it's it's a third matchup between two teams. But uh, I don't. I don't know the position. Well, Obviously, and, it's, it's going to be contrary. And you say, and you say, pass rush. But uh, Chris Hubbard, offensive lineman for the Browns, uh, he is now, or sorry, he was on injured reserve. Uh, I misspoke. I, I think they're going to lose another offensive lineman. They're still trying to figure out the COVID situation, but not they're they're going to miss their offensive line coach and could be missing more offensive linemen. And you saw that pressure they the Steelers got. Uh, against Baker without TJ Watt. Now TJ Watt has a has a week of rest. Ryan, one thing that scares me Uh-oh. about this game, and of course, like you already said, I Big already Ben be- could fuck it up. I already bet the Steelers at minus four. I I liked it at three and a half. I was kicking myself when it moved to four. I'm like, I got to get down before it gets too high. Big Ben coming off a a week off. Now, Ryan, you you had been in high school, right? What do you do on your sick day? You're all alone. Big Ben's had a lot of time to himself. As a man who deals with addiction, I'm worried he may have re may have re injured his elbow in his off days. Uh, literally, literally fell off the wagon. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Addiction is no laughing matter. It's a disease, and he's addicted to jerking off, and that's why he uh, blew out his elbow. No, he really did admit to being a masturbating addict. Um, what did you do to your wife that you had to admit publicly <laughs> that you were addicted to porn? Oh God. Uh, like I mean, talk about like you got caught and you blamed it on the internet <laughs> and then you blamed it on the internet so hard. You have to go public with your well, porn addiction and another, they may Browns may be losing another guy. This was a late one and shout out to big play. Dave, a uh, longtime Browns fan who said he was going to start tailgating as soon as the original <laughs> game was over and tailgate for a straight week. That guy's the man. And I I feel for Browns fans, but I I can't pick you here. Rashard Higgins, he could be out. He was cited mm. for drag racing and marijuana. Woo! It's smoking my weed. That shouldn't be. I mean, he shouldn't. But in fairness, I hope he doesn't miss the game because of that. Uh, who knows? I'm I'm just saying it's adding nothing, like, nothing wrong with a little uh, little little drag racing. It's adding to the week of hell for this Browns team. Uh, again, Baker Mayfield is a first time. Playoff quarterback. They are 15, 34, and one against the spread in these unsure yeah. times. Why not take the sure thing here with the Steelers? Pittsburgh, 35 and six, the last 41 games against the Browns. And that includes a win la- last week where they were cl- Mason Rudolph was was basically in a backup role and almost tied the game up with a late two point conversion, a game they needed to win. You know the the Browns. Uh, they lost Olivier Vernon. Uh, he blew out his Achilles recently. He he gotten uh, the Browns nine sacks. Looks like they might get Denzel Ward back. But again, I I think I heard his name in the COVID mix as well. I, I do think uh, Tomlin just so seasoned uh, for these playoff games. There's a chance Big Ben fucks this up, but he's at home coming off a week of rest. This is I think the best case scenario for him. I just, just let Mason Rudolph throw for three fifteen. I mean, that's <laughs> that's really all you need to see, and and maybe they get their cornerback back. That'll help them a little bit. But I think this Pittsburgh defense, mm. we hit on it in the FFPC show, they come to play. They turn Baker over. They get Emmett. They get the Steelers a defensive touchdown, 
And uh, unfortunately, I don't think this game is going to be close. Yeah, it's unfortunate we're not talking about this as like a three, uh, three and a half to four and a half point game. We are talking about a five and a half point game. But uh, you know, Tomlin at home. You mentioned it. He he's a stud in the playoffs at home. Seven and two ATS. So I I'm, I'm with you. I think we and and, and here's nothing the, cool here's about the, us agreeing three times, Sean. Here's the bonus: if we bet on the Steelers here and somehow the Browns pull it off. Then you know you can really pet against the Browns next week. So whatever money you lose on the Steelers, don't <laughs> worry, you will get it back the following week betting against the Browns. Because again, this was their Super Bowl. You listen to, I I can hear it in people's voice. Stefanski when he was like saying, "Yeah, eighteen years, yeah, Sean. you got to savor it a little bit. You can't be afraid to savor." Were, were the were the Steelers savoring it? No, I, no, they were twelve and four, won the division. They're not losing their minds. It's business as usual. And, and honestly, team. we didn't talk about this with Buffalo because it's the first time in a long time they won the division. Uh, but you saw how much they stomped on Miami after yeah. that crowd showed up at the airport after they had clinched the yeah, division. Yeah, and and I think they're they're a team that's like having fun with it. Again, I I think it just comes down to I find Baker a little bit annoying. Otherwise, it would be easier to like this. Like this Cleveland team, and I mean Cleveland as a sports town. I'm sure we have a bunch of listeners in Cleveland. God bless you guys, and you know it's one of those things. If they, God bless, if they do end up, if they do end up pulling it off, uh, it'll be a fun story. But give me Pittsburgh minus five. And and Josh Allen already took his lumps, you know. Yeah. So and yeah, Josh Allen had that weird game. They were up 16 points. They figured out a, a way to blow that game I'll, somehow. I'll tell you this: He threw forty-six passes in that game. If he throws forty-six passes in this game, they're going to win, and they're going to win big. Who? The Bills? Yeah, yeah. No, it is. It is funny. Uh, they're in. They're just in a completely different spot right now, and that's why. That's why it makes so much sense. Uh, you know, Dable as a head coach. I've re- I've really liked what they've done. Kramer, time for the lock dog tease presented by. <laughs> win bet sports gambling podcast.com slash win W Y N N get your $500 free bet in this weekend for super wild card weekend. I think we just do a lock and uh, I, I guess throw in the dog, but I'll go lock Buffalo minus six and a half. Not much more to say Tennessee only dog. I liked here. Uh, I assume you're on the same page, Ryan, or are you going to get a little contrarian here and take uh, Pittsburgh minus five and a half? No, I, the, well, you know, you know, the, the double lock salute has not been golden. So give no. me Pittsburgh. Uh, like, like we discussed, I do have a, a slightly better number in my pocket, but it, it, this, this feels like it could be a blood. I mean, we've seen it. Baker's high variance and in, in the, in the pass rush is always trouble. So uh, lay, lay the points. That, that I, Pittsburgh defense is vicious. And I, I think they're just really gonna, I don't think they're going to let them get anything going offensively. The Cleveland, the Browns. Yeah, and I, you know what? I, I don't. I, I think uh, we didn't get to this, but I, I think another thing to call out with the Pittsburgh game is maybe a situation where you're betting at halftime on Pittsburgh. Uh, they have some nice second half splits, and y- you know you can see them come out slow. They they do know how to take care of business at the end. Obviously, Tennessee's my dog, Sean. Uh, there's there's only three games. Yep, only dog we got. Uh, and then you know what? Props coming. On the, Props uh, coming. We'll we'll give those out on the pregame show. Super Wild Card Weekend. We'll be breaking down the uh, doing the same version, same format for the NFC tomorrow. Then Thursday night, uh, taping the DFS Picks podcast with our buddy uh, Adam Pelletier. I'm sure, we'll have some Bills heavy well, lineups. And and Sean, for the record, I, I'm okay with teasing these three teams. The three teams I selected: yeah. Tennessee up to nine, Buffalo down to a half. And Pittsburgh to plus half. I mean, I mean, there's no harm. Okay. And and, and you know, if you're gonna parlay them, you might as well tease <laughs> them too. A uh, little safety net. Yeah, I mean, again, I I I think with the teases, especially with this one, I would just rather parlay it. But yeah, if you want to, the the tease that actually kind of scares me is Tennessee plus nine. Even though I like them to win outright, and and <laughs> certainly at three and a half, what I bet it at. But of those, I I think. I think it's either going to be a win, maybe a, maybe they lose by three, but I don't know. I, I don't see the I don't see the situation where you need the six points. You you're either <laughs> going to be screwed and Ravens dominate, or Tennessee is going to win or or win short. Yeah, you're probably right. 
You're probably right. It just feels like that number isn't something you need to tease. Although, you know, a lot of systems would tell you that's a good tease. Again, awesome week of content. Stay tuned. We're going to be doing some pregame, postgame shows with Locker Room, which allows you guys to call in, and our gambling simulcast with Better View Live that is kicking off 8 p.m. East Saturday night, 5 p.m. on the West Coast, betterviewlive.com. Uh, just hit join demo there. Very easy to figure out. Follow us on Twitter at gambling podcast. So you can stay up to date with all the content. And uh, there is a ton of stuff besides some playoff picks. Uh, our boy, John Jackson doing some deep dive stuff. DFS stuff. Golf is back. Of course, Colby Dant, the database killing it with a ton of uh, college basketball picks and content over on the college experience. Kramer. Yes. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green in. He is Ryan. Just quick update uh, to a note earlier. It was not Josh Allen whose father whipped tennis balls at him. Apologies to JTV in the Twitch chat. It was Rob Gronkowski. Kramer, let it ride.